What's Good Podcast. Are you ready? Your number one source. To all the keys in the industry. With Brianna Javon. It's the What's Good Podcast. What's Good. Hey ladies and gents, this is your girl Brianna Javon with What's Good Podcast and we have another episode for you today with my girl Lady D. How are you? All right, so as you guys know, I do not have interviews. Instead, I I have genuine conversations with you guys and gals, so let's get into it. So we always start off with icebreakers. So this icebreaker today, looking back, what's one thing you would do differently? Ooh, girl, there's a lot of things. <laughs> we started off strong, right? <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay. Ooh, I can't even say that because it's happening now. So... All right, now I'm going to say that. So one thing that I would do differently if I had the opportunity is to um, finish my master's degree much earlier. Right now I'm working on my second master's, but my first one took me several years to finish because uh, I let life and, you know, all of the stuff get in the way. So if I could do something over again, it would be that first master's, finishing it in the time that I was supposed to. Nice. And what you getting your master's in? Number two? Well, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. The first one is in psychology. I know I'm crap. I think I'm addicted to it, honestly. I, I'm addicted to, I guess, achievement, to school, to getting, you know, higher um, education. I think it's so important, especially for us as Black women in America. I think it's super important to have that. Um, it gives you leverage and it puts you in, in places that you may not be able, have been able to sit into or go into. Um, so the first one is in psychology and this one that I'm pursuing now is in social work. Um, cause I'm going to be a licensed social worker. So, and it's huge. It's major. If I had known back then what I know now about social work, I would have done that first instead of going the psychology route, but it is what it is. I'm here now. So it don't matter. It's just another one, you know, to add to my name. So I'm fine. It's, it's adding, it's not taking away. So it's no big deal. <laughs> I definitely agree. And there's a time for everything. Whatever happened back then, it probably wasn't mm-hmm. time for you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. you're back and you back at it. So, congrats. Yeah. Thanks, sis. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're going to go ahead and get started with our genuine conversation. Who is Lady D? Girl. Lady D is a woman that has been through some things. <laughs> and just like a lot of us, um, you know, I've, I've been through trauma. I've been through failed relationships. I've been through just failures in my, in my life in general. Um, so I created Lady D's chat as a platform to be able to put those failures out there, be vulnerable with people and to say, listen, you're not alone in this fight. That's called life. <laughs> You're not alone in trying to maneuver or navigate through trauma or healing and still trying to push forward and still trying to be successful. Um, it's very, it's not easy. And if, especially if you don't have support there, it makes it that much harder. So I wanted to be that support to other women. And I wanted to be that, you know, that vessel that said, God, use me and use what I have to give to others to inspire them to move forward, to keep going. Um, Cause life sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I like it sucks sometimes. Mm-hmm. And you know, you're in it and you're just like, how did I get here? And how do I get out of this? 
so Lady D's chat was a way to help people to, to watch the videos, to talk to me, or for me to talk to them and to say, listen, I know what you're going through. It doesn't look the exact same, but the feeling is the same. The yeah. feeling is there. So I know what it's like to feel at the bottom. I know what it's like to feel used and abused. I know what that feels like. I know what it feels like to look, be overlooked. Mm -hmm. So to feel that, but to still persevere, that's a different type of strength. <laughs> it's a different type of strength that you have to really tap into. And I feel like because of everything that I've been through, I've been able to tap into that. Because I just told you everything that I, just my education alone. Mm -hmm. To be able to, to do that, to reach those goals and to deal with the, some of the things that I've experienced, that's strength. It is. But it, it, it's unfortunate that we as black women or just, I was going to say black women, we have to, we experience those things and we have this, this strength in us that pulls us and, put, and, and pulls us forward. But it, it's, our trauma is almost looked at as like a, a good thing. Mm. And it's not, it's, it's not that it, it does help, you know, push you forward, but it hurts. <laughs> it hurts. And, mm -hmm. and sometimes you're in those spaces and it's really dark yeah. and you're trying to, to maneuver and navigate through that space. And people are still looking at you like, keep going, girl. And you just want to cry. Mm -hmm. You just want to lay in your bed. You just want to give up. And I'm not telling you to give up, but I, but I do want women, when you're in that space, feel it. Yeah. Like, don't let anybody rush you, rush you through those emotions. Mm -hmm. Feel it. And be honest about how you're feeling. And I don't care if you got to talk about it for, sorry, my screen looked like it was going dark. Um, <laughs> I don't care if you have to talk about it for weeks or months. Take as much time as you need. I don't think you should stay in that space for a, a very long time because it can get really, um, it can mess up your mental health and be detrimental to you. Mm -hmm. But I do think you need to take that time to process it and don't let anybody push you faster than where you feel like you need to be at. Um, so Lady D's chat is, is all of that. And Lady D, the name actually came from my grandfather. He, he uh, called me that as a nickname. And one thing he always tells me all the time is to keep your eyes on the prize. Whatever the prize is, he never said what it was. He just always said to keep your eyes on the prize. So I took that and took Lady D and put them together. Yeah. And, and for me, that's what that means is the prize is, is whatever your goals are in life. Mm -hmm. Don't let that trauma, don't let that hurt deal with it, but don't let it stop you. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's what really who Lady D is, is just a pioneer for, you know, pushing through and motivating and inspiring other women to push through those things. Yes, that is so good. So I've been watching you for a long time. We did a class together. Yeah. And I just love your vulnerability when it comes to all of your content, pretty much. Mm -hmm. It's like, ladies, I've been there, so we can discuss this together. So what made you you know i'm gonna go ahead and put 100 percent in this because when i think about vulnerability you're opening up 100 percent yeah you don't care what's mm -hmm. gonna be you know if i get any nope. feedback or anything like that it's just i'm showing up and i'm gonna show out so yeah. what made you tap into that side because sometimes that can be a little rough because you don't know if you're gonna get judged you don't right. know if somebody's gonna be like oh she didn't go through that you know it's just negativity out there in the world so what made you open up and say okay I'm going to do this. 
Um, I just stopped caring. It's my story. Nobody can tell me what I've been through. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that when we get caught up in that, it, keep, it holds us back from exposing the bad things that we've experienced. We tend to hide those things. We get embarrassed. You don't want to be looked at as the bad guy or you don't want to be looked at as dumb for allowing something to happen in your life and you just stop it or, or whatever. You don't want to be looked at as like something's wrong with me. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with you. You know what I mean? Like things happen to people all the time. Whether you whether you allowed it to happen or not, it happens all the time. So I just feel like it's better to just expose it because that's how you heal and that's how you work through it. This is therapeutic for me. Mm -hmm. very therapy because I'm healing too and I say this and I've said this in some of my videos like I'm going through the transitions with y'all so you're not alone you're not alone and I feel like there needs to be a person like me or people like me to be to not be afraid to expose their their scars or expose their failures expose because that's how we learn and that's how we grow I didn't get here into the space of being confident and being sure of myself I didn't get here overnight <laughs> I didn't get here by not experiencing things I've experienced a lot of things yeah. people will judge you based off of things that they don't know or sometimes they've experienced it but they don't want to it's almost like you can look at somebody else's life and say, ha, 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 you're doing this, da, da, da. you're doing it too, mm -hmm. but, you're, but you're too busy pointing out them and looking at their flaws. And it's like, let's talk about you. Let's talk about what's going on in your life. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, and it's just, and us as black, as a black community, we have to be honest about the trauma that we experience in our lives on a regular basis, like from childhood all the way through, you know, and we're not honest about those things. And, and, and also, too, just holding people accountable for the stuff that they did and for what you did, too, as a person. But hold people accountable for how they treated you. And don't let anybody tell you how you should feel about something that they did to you. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that don't make any sense. How are you going to tell me, oh, I don't understand why you, don't, why you feel that way or that doesn't make any sense. I didn't do that. Yes, you did. I'm telling you that this is what you did. This is why I feel this way. Listen to me. And maybe if you listen, you'll change for the next person you don't do it to. Yeah. You know, it's just all about growth. And we don't, it's just like, when you hide those things, you're, you're not growing. It's, mm -hmm. I, I always say this too, I'm not religious. I go to church sometimes. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I pray every day. I read my Bible. You know, I talk to God all the time. And um, one of the things that I, I always hear throughout um, any pastor that I listen to or anything like that, what they say is, is that when you're, nothing can grow in the darkness. Nothing can grow when there's no light on it. Nothing. Plants, it doesn't grow. <laughs> you need that sun, you need that balance in order to grow. So when you expose, you know, those things, those things that you're embarrassed about, those things that you had done to you, traumas that you experienced, all of that stuff, when you expose it, then it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Now what? I can get through this because you are holding it. <laughs> mm -hmm. When you hold it, it, it creates anxiety. It creates stress. It creates frustration and you're angry and you don't know why. Yeah. Because you're not dealing with whatever issues that have happened to you or you're, whatever. You're not dealing with it. Mm -hmm. So the minute you shed light on it, it's like, a, whew, okay. <laughs> <sighs> 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. and I talk to people on a regular basis. So this is nothing for me. Mm -hmm. It's nothing for me to tell. Like one of my friends the other day, she was telling me, she said, Daddy, you were always vulnerable about whatever you experienced with whoever you were dating, whatever you're going through with your job, but you're very vulnerable about it. And I'm like, because I'm not, I'm not about to do this by myself. <laughs> I'm not about to do this by myself. So I need to talk to people. I need to get guidance. So that's why I've never formally gone to therapy. Because I have no problem with people, but I also like to talk to multiple people. I don't need to talk to, for me, talking to one person, is, um, it's almost, it almost gives me anxiety and stress mm. when I just talk to one person about something. I feel like I need to get different perspectives. Mm -hmm. So I go to old and young, and then people are the same age as me, just to get a different view of the situation to make sure I can, you know, navigate it correctly. So I'm like, okay, how will my grandmother handle this? How will my friends who are about six, seven years younger than me handle this? How will my homegirl who's the same age as me, how would she handle this? And then I can like put it together and kind of see where people are coming from. That me being a social worker and being in this field and wanting to be a therapist and wanting to be there for different types of people, it's important for me to understand that. Love it. You know what I mean? Like, it's important for me to understand different perspectives in one situation. It could be one situation, and it's amazing how many people will look at it completely different. Mm -hmm. Completely different. One person could look at it in a negative way. Another person could look at it in a positive way. Another person could give you a different point of view. It's just so many things out there. Mm -hmm. um, that's what I've been learning in this journey. Is just like, wow, you know, people are, everyone is different, and everyone has different perspectives. Mm -hmm. So that's why I don't, I don't really talk to one person about an issue. I talk to different people. And you know, too, when you tell somebody a story, right? Right. The way I tell it to you can be very different from how I tell it to somebody else. Okay. Depending on the mood that I'm in, mm -hmm. depending on, you know, what happened that day, if I'm frustrated or something like that, I may tell it to you in a mean way. And you're like, oh my God, I can't believe that happened to her. You know what I mean? And then I could go the next day and I could be in a better mood and I could tell another friend of mine and she was like, oh, well, you know, I wouldn't look at it like that. I would look at it like this. Da -da 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 -da. So <laughs> there's so many different perspectives. There's no, that's, that's one thing about like having the right answer. There's no right answer. Yeah. There's no right answer to life. You just have to do what's best for you to get you to the goals that you're trying to achieve, whatever they are. Love it. So when you mentioned, I thought that was a really, really great metaphor symbolism as far as like shining the light so things can grow. Yeah. Um, a lot of things as far as like fear and doubt is what stop people from growing. So mm -hmm. what, how do you fight those, those battles of fear and doubt? I literally fight myself. So like, I, you know how you have like the, what is it? Like the good and the evil, uh -huh. on, like the little angels or whatever on, on your shoulders. So on the one side, you know, it's the good side. And it's like, you know, dang, you're doing this. You got to do these chat. You're killing it, girl. I see you. You're glowing, blah, blah, blah. Like all this positivity. And then on this side is that little demon or whatever that's like, you can't. You can't do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like sitting there with his, with his feet crossed. You can't, you can't do that. Like there's no way that's going to happen. What I have to remember is all of the things that I've been blessed with. Mm -hmm. everything and appreciate that and i have to remind myself if he gave you if you've been blessed with 
all of this stuff. And some of it happened overnight. <laughs> I'm not kidding. So if you've been blessed with this, what makes you think he ain't going to keep going? This stuff? Like, you're not going to keep elevating, you're going to keep raising. So I just be like punching that little, <laughs> like, get out of here. You know what I mean? You need that there to kind of help you um, challenge you. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, oh, okay, so you don't think I can do it? Bet. You know what I mean? Like, you have to, you're, it's not like your, own, your own competition. I don't let anybody else's fears and doubts come into mind because I already have my own mm -hmm. that I'm mm -hmm. fighting. So I don't need to fight yours, too. I ain't got enough for that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to deal with my own. So what I, what I, I just keep pushing. Like, okay, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. And I'm going to just keep doing it. And I'm going to keep sowing these seeds. And I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. It's going to pay off. It's going to pay off. And even if it doesn't turn out the way I want it to, it's still going to work out for my good. Yeah. So I'm not worried. But I do. I do. I'm human. I have moments. I, I, I was just telling my homegirl like two weeks ago. Well, the, the, not two weeks ago, the last week and the week after. So for two weeks, not, not every day, but I cry almost every single day mm -hmm. because this is just so many emotions and things that I'm still healing from. Yeah. You know? So that's why I'm like, I'm very, I'm not perfect. No, there's no such thing as perfect. So I'm healing too. And I, and, and, and it's, it's a beautiful process, but it's also dirty at the same time. Mm -hmm. But it's very rewarding because, honey, when I tell you, every time I heal, I look better and better. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you start glowing. All yes. that sweat and all them tears are gone. And it's like a gone. whole person. <laughs> I don't have makeup right now. And I would have never done this video without makeup on. Mm -hmm. And my hair out, you can't tell me nothing yes okay. ma'am yes. <laughs> because i thought about that when i started seeing your photos you remember when we first met each other you was like girl i'm about to start having wearing my natural hair out and i don't know mm -hmm. if i want to do that and yeah. i was thinking yeah, like yeah. looking at your photos i'm like look at her now <laughs> look at her now girl so that's beautiful there is flourishing yes yeah, yeah. i just think that's you know what I got into, I wanted to, like when I said that to you, I wanted to get back to my roots. I wanted to get back to a place that I, that was foreign to me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's, it's, it's the reality for a lot of black Americans mm -hmm. that we're so far from who we are and where we originated from. And it's not necessarily our fault totally, because um, there's some times where you can reach out and look for things, but if you don't know, where are you reaching for? You know what I mean? So it was important for me to, to, to reach back, to go back. So I was like, I, I, I'm not, I felt like I didn't have direction really. I'm like, well, who am I? You know what I mean? Um, but when, once George Floyd was murdered, I, I, it took me into overdrive. Like my, my homegirl, she told me, she was like, you just, it was like day and night. Mm -hmm. And I, I just was like, I just see black now. Like everything is black, everything, you know? Like there's certain things that, you know, I have to, I still work with white people, I still, you know, be cordial and I'm not disrespectful, you know what I'm saying? But everything like, um, you know, this top is, is a black owned designer. Um, you know, my hair care product is, is my, my homegirl. She's Dominican. So I get my product. She's, she's getting ready to start a, um, a hair care line. So my products are coming from her. 
um, the things that I use for my skin is a Black-owned company. And I use multiple things for my skin. So the soaps that I use, the face wash that I use is Black-owned. Um, I have, like, cream for, like, uh, what is it? Not cream. Um, oil and um, for your stretch marks and stuff like that. Mm. Black-owned. Um, everything is everything. I'm just totally switched. Because yeah. I was like... You know, I just, I feel, I feel safe now. I feel at home now. I feel like myself now. So that was just really important to me, you know, to, to just show like I'm black <laughs> and be proud I'm to here. be black. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> and so I know you mentioned, you know, going through trauma and then after that, the stage of healing. Yeah. What motivates you? Because we still have to show up every day, even though we do yeah. things behind, you know, closed doors. Those talks that we have with God, what keeps you motivated to say, you know what? I'm not gonna allow that to bother me. Instead, yeah. I'm gonna show up today. Success. Hmm? It may seem I'm not trying to be vain or anything like that, but being successful is so important. Like I'm the first one in my family to go to college. Mm. And I have, I don't have just, I'm, like I said, I'm working on my second master's. I have an associate's, a bachelor's, and a master's. So I went all the way, you know, through three levels already. So it's so important for me to, to, to build this for, you know, my future family, because that's what I want to have a family someday. So I'm doing the prep work necessary to, to bring my children into you know, something that's just like, wow, mom built this. You know what I mean? Like, that's so important to me. That's important to me to break generational curses. And, and it's nothing against my, my mom or what she did or didn't do. She, my mom worked her ass off, <laughs> you know, to make sure that I had everything that I needed. And yes, even though I experienced trauma, it is what it is. Who didn't experience trauma in their childhood? Right. A lot of us have, as unfortunately, as Black Americans, we have experienced a lot of trauma in our childhood. But overall, that lady did what she had to do to make sure that I didn't want anything. Mm -hmm. um, but there's things that she didn't do for whatever reason. She didn't get to whatever because she had me or whatever. I don't have children. So there are things that I need to do before I have that family, before I bring a man into my life. But before I have, I need to set this up. Because I feel like it's like, you got you to gotta get this right. <laughs> you got to get this right. And it's not that I don't have any other opportunities to fix it or whatever, but I'm like, you have the opportunity to do it right yeah. and to do it the way that you want to do it. So do it. So days that I don't want to get up and I don't want to show up or whatever, it's just like, it's bigger than you. Yeah. So get up, sis. <laughs> it's bigger than you. You know, you asked for this. You wanted God to use you as a vessel. You wanted to break generational curses. You wanted to succeed. This is what you want. So you're doing it. You're getting it. So you got to get up. Yeah. You got to get up. Oh, yeah. Okay, Lady B. <laughs> so shifting. Now we're going to get into Lady B's chat. Yeah. You have like the best topics. You bring you. the tea for everybody to sit. <laughs> How do you choose the different topics that you choose? Because you talk about relationships, you talk about just pretty much anything and everything. 
Well, the initially I started out with just doing relationships, um, just because I was like, yo, you got some good stories <laughs> and you have some stories that's unbelievable. <laughs> so I'm, I'm like, just tell a story because they're going to be funny and people are going to be like, what? Like we went through that. And it's like, but I know I'm not the only one because I've been seeing posts on social media stuff that people go through and I'm like, oh my God, like that is so, you know, that's so crazy. So but first it started out to be, you know, um, like that, just to tell those different stories. And then um, I just always wanted to teach people something, you know, about how to make better choices in relationships. So um, then it became, I would ask, like, in my story, like, okay, what do you guys want to see? Because if you're watching my videos, I need to know, I need to hear feedback. So then sometimes people will give me you know, stories to talk about, but I have a lot of stories. I just haven't, I, I haven't, there's no way I can tell them all, at least not in this time frame, but I have a lot of stories that I wanted to tell and I wanted to teach people like, listen, just so you know, I will do some crazy stuff too. I get it. This is what it looked like for me. This, this is how I, I handled it. You know, maybe it'll help you if you're experiencing it right now, or if you already experienced it, what did you do? How did you get through it? that sort of thing but if I I usually do but I do ask people like you know what do you want to see what do you want me to talk about what topic is important to you guys and I get feedback from that and I'll do I'm like okay good now I know I can talk about this topic I'll do this and this is what people want to see from me Ooh, so that's good that you have an engaged audience you know to yeah you know I want to give y'all what y'all looking for because y'all watching me right so that's cool yeah. Um, I do want to talk about because this season is about you know the daily life of entrepreneurs so with you having your platform you know your being out there we also have a social life as well I mean it's probably not as popping as it used to be due to <laughs> pandemic you know what I'm saying <laughs> but how do you balance you know your businesses with also dating and making sure that you give time to whomever you're giving time to Girl, so right now it's non-existent. Okay. <laughs> right now it's quiet for that girl. Um, you know, I think it's because I'm, even though I started Lady D's chat at uh, the beginning of 2019, mm-hmm. I came up with the idea in 2018. Mm-hmm. I was on, at the On The Run tour and I was like, I want to know how to inspire people like this in this way. And what can I do? Because I'm not going to sing, even though I can hold a note or two, but I was like, I'm not going to sing. Don't, listen, every time I say that, people are like, oh. relax. <laughs> Can we have a different face? Like, I didn't know that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, But I was like, you know, you're not going to do that. So what are you comfortable with doing? And, you know, speaking in front of people is very comfortable for me. So that's why I came up with the idea. But also during that time, I said, God, I just want to walk with you. I want you to show me the way that I need to go. I want to do this as a blessing to others. And I want you to use me how, you know, however you see fit. I didn't get it right, right away. <laughs> um, during that time, I started, I was dating during that time. So like all of 2019, I was dating. Um, and honestly, I thought that I had found somebody that I wanted to be with, um, for the rest of my life, honestly, but that didn't work. Um, and I realized, you know, I really wasn't ready, um, for what the type of relationship that I wanted. 
that I want. And I also realized that in that relationship, even though he, he, I felt like he was this certain type of person because he portrayed himself to be. Mm. So I, I aspired to be like that. Like, you know, he would say certain things about who he was and this and that, and I'm this type of guy, blah, 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 blah. And that's what I saw in him because that's what he told me. And that's what he portrayed himself to be to me. Mm-hmm. Well, he wasn't that way, but <laughs> I ended up taking literally everything that he told me and everything that he taught me about who he was, I took it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, so what ended up happening is, is that like now I'm like, oh, you know what I mean? Like now I done elevated, I done, you know, took all of those things and I'm like, oh, okay. So this is what, you know, this, this feels great or whatever, but he just wasn't the one for me. But I learned a lot from that experience on my own. I think because I held my own, I didn't, um, I, I got, you know, my feelings involved, but I didn't get too, too um, wrapped up in the way of like taking me off course from where I needed to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just felt like, like now that I look back on it, I was, I was very much protected, even though when I look back, I'm like, damn, I can't believe I did that. Mm-hmm. But I, I was crying before, like thinking like, God, did I, did I fail you? Did I make a mistake? Did I not have gotten locked up with this guy? Like, you know what I mean? And God was just like, girl, you fine. Like, look at you. Like you took all of that stuff that he was telling that he was, you took it for yourself and you killing it. Girl, you fine. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, I just think it's just like now I'm in a space where I'm, I don't, I don't know if you can actually say that you're ready to date until it actually starts happening. Yeah, because yeah. for me, I'm just, I, like you said, I've been out here. When I tell you my DMs is empty, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and it's like, okay, you, y'all must be, you know, holding me for something bigger and something crazy. It has to be yeah. because I'm like, I know I'm fine. Like, okay, match, <laughs> honey. <laughs> like, I know I look good. I know that ain't the problem. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, okay, it has to be because I'm becoming this greater person. I'm becoming this great, greater woman than I, than I was before. I'm really grown tremendously. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just more like God is like, listen, where you're at, you're, you're growing. There's a special kind of man that needs to be with you in order to be able to handle you because... <laughs> You go in places, I got you on a path, and he has to be aligned with you and to be able to continue that and to keep, you know, keep going. Marriage is very sacred, and that's what I want. And because of that, I just feel like it's just like, okay, we're just going to take a little bit more time with you because marriage is something that is supposed to last forever. It's supposed to be, you know, honoring God, and it's supposed to be something. Like, this is what he wants for us because if you, if you look at the Bible, there's nothing in there that talks about courting, dating, situationship, all that stuff that we do that's not in there. <laughs> and, and, you know, it talk, it's basically just about marriage. And when we do all of these other things before we get to marriage, I feel like God is laughing at us because it's like, I didn't tell you to do that. If you go off of the instructions that I gave you, you ain't supposed to be doing that. You either get married or you stay single. <laughs> One or two. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. Yeah. So it's just, it's like we, we do things on our own and then we ask God for, you know, to heal us from these broken relationships, but he didn't give us permission to be in those relationships. We're not supposed to be doing these things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more so about focusing on where you're supposed to be at, what you're supposed to be doing as far as purpose and things like that. And then when you get to that point where it's time to get married, because if you think about people 
who get married really fast. You ever see people who get married like that? Yeah. Like um, Fantasia, when she met her husband, they got married super fast. Um, Sierra and Russell, I think they got married within that year. Um, Megan, Devon Franklin got married really fast. Like, People, they get, you can get married really quickly once once you're in that space that you're supposed to be in. I agree. That's it. That's it. So I'm not worried. Listen, you never know. Within the next couple of months, this may pop up with a whole ring on her finger and be like, oh, yeah. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Got me a whole man. Ain't about to get married next week. <laughs> <laughs> So I think exactly. you something that was really, really powerful because some people don't know how to be alone. I know when yeah. I was going through my phase, I was like, you know, I'm just focused right now. And everybody was like, girl, you need a man, especially them aunties. You need a man. You need a husband. God don't want you here alone. But you come in the world alone. So you have to learn right. how to be on your own. Yeah. So I think that was really, really powerful that sometimes God puts you in seasons for you to mm-hmm. grow. So when you are in that situation of being with a man, you're already whole. It's not that you're looking for somebody to make you whole. You're already whole to where y'all are becoming one together. So right. That was good. And you know, too, uh, also about that, that situation where I learned so much from and where I, I was like, you know what? I realized, I was like, God, you were preparing me for the man that I thought that he was, you're preparing me for the real man. <laughs> like, because it elevated me to be able to take, to receive that real person. Because the, the woman that I am now, yeah. I can't have no regular schmegula degula. You know, I've, I've, I've raised my price. If you, mm-hmm. you want to you know, look at it like that, I get that from Beyonce and Daisy. I love them. I'm meeting them one day. Mark my words, y'all. I am meeting them one day. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you, your, your price just goes up. And it's like, oh, so now you look different to a different type of, of people, a different person. Um, and, you know, that, that feels good. It feels like, you know, you, like you said about being lonely and things like that. There are times, like, when I do feel that way. I'm not even going to lie. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I think about how much I've done and where I'm at, and I'm like, the man that you're going to send, he going to be, mm. yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah. so I, I think of that, and then you can say, well, you just holding on to hope. Yeah, I, I am, and I, and I have faith that God will come through for, for me because he's done so much I don't even know <laughs> blessings on top of blessings like there was times where I went from laughing to crying because I was so grateful and so thankful for just the abundance of things that are coming into my life even during COVID mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know and it's just been like I've been I've been to a couple of protests I've been to like two protests because I'm too afraid to be out there I mean I'm delicate y'all but I support as best as I can from inside my, my, my apartment by buying black. Um, earlier today, I went out with a t-shirt on that says, I hope I don't get killed for being black today. Mm-hmm. And I bought that t-shirt from a brand called HGC Apparel. And they everything they do is, is black, you know? And I wear that shirt when I walk down the street and I, and I hold my head up, you know what I mean? I hope I don't get killed for being black today. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I like when people stop me and say, hey, I like your shirt. Black people, I like your shirt. I like your shirt. You know what I mean? And I've had people go like this to me outside of their car. So, you know, it's really, it's really dope how, you know, just those little things are bringing us together. Um, 
So, you know, it's just, it's just super important to just stay your course, do what you got to do, um, and just stay focused on, on yourself. Keep yourself first. It may seem selfish, but if you're not good, you can't be good for others. You can't be good to others, you know? It's true. All so. right. With that being stated, we're just going to take this quick break. Stay tuned because we definitely got more. Have you ever had a bonnet that slipped off your head while you were asleep? Or couldn't find that perfect quality satin bonnet that met your needs? Protecting our hair and edges are a must when it comes to our crowns. We also have to be careful with our purchases so we don't have to buy a new bonnet every other month due to poor quality. Manny's Bonnets specializes in unisex hair accessories that provide protection for all hair types. She has a variety of satin bonnets, hair ties, headbands, and much more. She also has a plethora of colors and patterns to choose from. Make sure you check out her cheetah print because that is a definite customer fave. As a product, a new product at that, she's also offering lock jewelry and that comes with an African charm. To learn more about Maddie's Bonnets, make sure you check out her website at maddiesbonnet.com, M-A-T-T-I-E-S-B-O-N-N-E-T-S, and on Facebook and Instagram at Maddie's Bonnets as well. She made it so easy for us to purchase to where we can shop her gallery on all of her social media platforms. Support Maddie's Bonnets today by purchasing her handmade luxury products and let her know what's good sent you. Now let's get back to the show. All right, y'all, we are back at it and um, we are ready to proceed. So our next segment, um, this is our storytelling portion where we talk about our highs and lows, take advantage of this, D, like pat yourself on the back. Um, this is in regards to anything that you've done as far as a high to where you can be like, yeah, that was me. I did that. Thank you, God, for, you know, pulling me through. What would you say would be one of your biggest highs? Uh I will say one of my biggest highs, um, going back to that master's degree, that was that was a big high for me, finally finishing that. That was super important to me. And I allowed the relationship that I was in at the time and all the other circumstances, I allowed it to hold me back from finishing. Um, so when I finally finished, like that feeling, oh man, like... I can't, I wouldn't change that. Like that feeling felt so good. Like, oh, I finally finished. Woo! You know? Um, and then I took, I probably took like a, a year, or no, two years off now. Mm -hmm. Let me see. No, 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 three years, because that was 2017. Uh -huh. So I took like three years off before I got back into it again. But I was like, I felt really good that I, I finished that and got through all the stuff that I got through and still was able to, you know, finish that. Cause at the time I was, I was struggling at the time when I had to finish that degree. Yeah. I like, I had just started a new job. I had just gotten into the apartment that I'm in now. Um, I had just left that relationship that I was in not too long before that. So I was dealing with a lot cause I didn't know if I was going to be living in this apartment and it was, it was a lot going on. So to have to have finished that during that time, that was a big deal. Congrats to you, cause you know I got my marriage too. That ain't it's not easy. Yeah, and you're working. I mean, balancing all of that is a lot. So kudos to you. That's yeah, that's good. 
All right. So what was a low that made you question your path, your journey, whatever the case may be? And then, of course, you're here with us today. So you were able to push through. What was that moment and how did you push through? <laughs> um, so it's funny because a lot of this has to do with um, my relationship. This is why I talk about relationships so much because they do affect us in a lot of ways. And my first, um, my first real relationship out of high school um, was a long distance relationship. And he ended up, he cheated on me with another girl and got her pregnant. And that was the lowest that I can remember being or feeling like I wanted to give up. Um, you know, I was, I was really, really sad. I was really depressed. I lost like 20 pounds in like two weeks. Um, it, it was, it was, and I was only 19. So, I, well, we were 19 when I got together and we were like 20. I was 20 when we, when we broke up, like towards going into my 21st birthday. And I never felt so broken before um, because of something that somebody else did to me. I'd never experienced that type of pain. I've experienced, and unfortunately, and I can talk about this in a video or something at some point, but my childhood, I experienced a lot of trauma in my childhood um, and things that were out of my control. Um, and so that is, is a whole different ballgame in itself because from the age of three up until about 15, 16, I, I went through a lot. Um, I definitely mentioned in one of my videos where I talk about teen pregnancy because I got pregnant at like 14. So as a child, I experienced a lot of things that I should not have been experiencing, at least not as a child. Yeah. Um, but as an adult, when, when I was 19, 20, that relationship tore me to pieces. Mm -hmm. And like for three for months after that, it, it was like traumatic. So like when I would see a baby or see baby things, I would cry. It was bad. <laughs> it was bad because I really, you know, we were together. And to think that he could do something like that, you know, you trust him, you know. And, um, you know, he really betrayed that. And it took me probably maybe a year and a half, almost two years. Mm -hmm. To, to get through that and that frustrated me because I was like dang why am I still mad about this you know I was still mad like mad at myself for still being hurt by it it was like girl he like who cares like he hurts you take your time that's why I say this um this goes back to what I said earlier mm -hmm. take your time to heal you know um and everybody don't need to know that you're still thinking about him or thinking about the situation or thinking about what somebody everybody don't need to know you know what's going on in your head you're dealing with it and you process it how you need to process it you know yeah so that was that was rough <laughs> oh wow yeah glad, you know it it's always a process for everything and you kept you know pushing and moving forward so good for you i really do you know enjoy when you talk about, you know, different things that you've gone through. I just watched that video. You had like the blueprint with like the uh, lapels. Yeah, that was um, uh, Protect the Black Woman. That's, yes. I, I love that, that jacket, by the way. That jacket is fire. Yes, <laughs> it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> and it was just really, you know, I think it was a powerful video. 
because it's true what everyday woman black woman go through yeah you shared your experience as well as being a black woman and what you've gone through so yeah definitely i mean just this whole experience with me being here with you today i've learned a lot i mean i got something with. <laughs> i was like okay push me girl push me through <laughs> all right so that being stated what is one free advice for a little girl that's watching this video a little girl that's been watching you on lady b that you can help them get through whatever, if that's relationships, if that's being obedient to what God has a vision for you, what type of free advice do you have for that person? Follow your own path. Your vision is yours, nobody else's. So, you know, when you, you have an idea or you have something that you want to do in your life that's like, I really want to do this, this makes sense, this fits me, blah, 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 and you go to tell people and they're like, what yeah. don't let that discourage you because they can't see what you can see it's for you and it's not to say that that person uh, doesn't um what's the word i'm thinking of that they won't support you or that they won't you know um because sometimes like people need to see you doing it before they catch on even if they support you you know what i mean like let's say somebody like my grandmother because she's the woman is is 40 years older than me so she comes from a different time. So for her, this is like, wait, what? What are y'all doing? You know what I mean? Like, you, you put your business out there on social media. Like, she doesn't understand those things. But I can't let her, you know, and her views, because she, like I said, she's 40 years older than me. I can't let her views stop me from where I know where I'm positioned to be. Right? And I know what I have with God. I know where I'm supposed to, what I'm supposed to be doing for the most part. I mean, I'm, I'm going to mess up. It is what it is. But I have an idea of what it, you know, what it should look like or what I should do. And I just go where I need to go. You know what I mean? Um, so it's just, that is important. Your vision is your vision. Don't let anybody tell you anything different. You can take advice from others. Mm -hmm. But you also have to remember where your position is and where their position is. Because there are people who will try to tell you, no, you can't do that. But then you got to look at what well, they're not doing nothing with their life. So that's why they're going to tell you that. Because mm -hmm. they're afraid or whatever. And it's nothing bad. It's like, that's just where they are. They're not where you are. It's not possible. And you can't bring everybody with you. That door, it was so big. <laughs> That door it was so big. You know, I think of my life, like how COVID pretty much changed everything for me for the better. I think about that and how the door literally swung open and I was like, I turned into you saying both. I turned into you say, I said, no, I'm not gonna, are you what? Are you crazy? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let this door close. Mm -hmm. And if you ain't coming through it, oh, well, like, that's not my, my, this door is for me. Yeah. This door is for me to go through and I can't bring everybody with me, but that's okay too. It doesn't mean that I don't still respect you. I love you. You just can't come on this journey, boo. That's it. You just can't come with me, you know, and that's okay. And I, I think I've always understood that from when I was a kid because I used to move around a lot. Mm -hmm. And I used to have to make new friends. I changed jobs a lot. So I always made friends. My one friend, he always picks on me. He's like, you always got work friends. I was like, I do always have work friends. <laughs> I do have a lot of work friends from over the years. But I just learned the process of just moving forward. 
um, and moving on to the next thing. So just staying focused on your path, man, it's so important because we hinder ourselves. We really do. And I, like, I love that you're doing this and like you, you left your job and you are killing it. Like I'm so proud of you for doing this because it's so, it's so needed. We need more of us. Mm -hmm. on you know out here talking and representing our culture and, and I think it's really I just think it's really dope that us as women can come together share this platform and talk and not be fighting like they do on Love and Hip Hop Lord bless us <laughs> although I love Love and Hip Hop right? <laughs> <laughs> on the other hand <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you I love Love and Hip Hop right <laughs> I love it too, Draco. Like that's my little sprinkle of drama because I don't have no yes. drama, so I'll just watch. Girl, that in the Zeus Network, I subscribe to them. I pay four dollars a month, and I'll be on the Zeus Network like. <laughs> so I pay my four dollars. Okay, we gonna get. <laughs> I love it. Seriously, I mean, it was like, I got Hulu, Netflix, and Disney Plus, you ain't gonna talk to me any kind of way, I got Zeus, you ain't gonna talk to me any kind of way, okay? <laughs> I got Zeus, you just gonna do it, okay? <laughs> Alright, so what's upcoming for you, and how can people get in touch with you? If they need advice, you know, watching your videos, Lady D's chat, A, B, and C, how can people get in touch with you? All right, so you can get in touch with me from my Instagram. That's I post heavily on my Instagram. It's called Lady D's Chat. There's no hyphen. There's no special way to spell it. Um, but L, what is it? L a d y d s c h a t. Lady D's Chat. Um, and I post, you know, I post my my videos up there from IGTV. I do want to move to YouTube at some point. I had started out on YouTube, but it was harder for me to get people from Instagram to go to YouTube. So I just was like, let me just focus on one platform, one thing at a time, sis. <laughs> one thing at a time. Real. So, um, so I post there. Uh, upcoming for me, let's see. I actually did. Um, there's this other girl. Her name is, is. The show is called Talk to Me T, and I did an interview with her. So I'm not sure when that's coming out, but that should be coming out soon. Um, what else do I have? Oh, I'm in a music video. I'm excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my friend, my friend, um, he's super dope. His name is Nelson, Nelsini on Instagram, but he uh, did the song called Numare. He's um, Guatemalan. So he made the song, it's so dope. And it's just like a beautiful like song to celebrate women and beauty. And it's just really dope. So it actually got picked up um, uh, to be featured on Insecure for the next season. So, yeah, so it's a big deal. So he wanted to do a video, and he asked me, and I was like, duh, what time, what day? <laughs> me, me, me. <laughs> yeah, seriously, I use his music. Um, if you watch uh, some of the videos, I don't think I've used it in all of them, but the most recent two, I think, I use them, use his song as, like, the background music. Um, so, you know, I'm really proud of my friend, and I want to support him. So I'm definitely going to be shaking his derriere up in that video. <laughs> Um, but what else? But, oh, and of course, I still have my videos coming out. Um, I try, I'm trying to get myself on a schedule so I can release them every Tuesday at three o'clock. I'm gonna try my best to stick mm -hmm. to that. Um, and then 
uh, oh, I want to start a business this year, um, a lash business. So I'm working on that. <laughs> and my friends are like, girl, how you have all the time to do this? I'm like, I, I, we in COVID. Like, I'm in the house. I got I to gotta be productive. I got to be doing things. And, you know, I felt like I lost so much time before focusing on other people and other things and not putting myself first. So yes. now that I'm in the crib, oh, I'm killing it. I'm killing it. You're like, how you doing all this stuff? <laughs> okay but god on your side you can do anything so I love right <laughs> all right y'all so um we always end it with motivational moments it could be a quote a verse whatever just sparks my eye i bring it on here to share our thoughts on it and you know just to it may motivate somebody else so today it actually hit me hard mm. so i want to get your thoughts on it um but it is a quote from dolly parton the way I see it, if you want the rainbow, you got to put up with the rain. So when I first read this, because it's something currently that I'm going through, that, you know, <laughs> you can be obedient to anything that God has for you. But during that time, you're going to go through a process and it's going to look bad and sometimes it's going to be good. But you can't have bad without the good and vice versa, you can't have good with the bad. So when I read this verse, like you mentioned earlier, success is always going to be the end goal. There's always a light at the end of the tunnel, but getting there, it is a journey. Mm -hmm. And so you have to get through certain things. So when you do look back, you can look at the growth. You mm -hmm. can actually be grateful for what you went through because it brought you to be where you are today. And you're probably much stronger than you was when you first started. Absolutely. So when it comes to this, I just felt like, when you get the bigger picture, it comes with a lot to go with it. So you can't have yeah, a rainbow yeah. without the rain. You just have a bow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it just is attached. <laughs> it's just attached to whatever success, you know, whatever goal, whatever milestone, something is going to come with it. So you can be that much more grateful when you accomplish it. Yeah, so what are yeah. your thoughts on it? Um, I, I totally, like, when, when you said it, I was like, oh, yeah, okay. You know, <laughs> one of the things about that journey, I was just talking to one of my homegirls about this yesterday, is the patience part. Mm -hmm. Having the patience to make it through the storm to get it to the rainbow. Yeah. And, you know, when she said it, when she was like, you know, we were, we were talking about getting through the storms and everything, and I was like, the patience sucks. And mm -hmm. she said, yeah, it does. And having that patience to know that it's not gonna, this rain isn't gonna be forever. This thunderstorm is not gonna be forever. It's only temporary. But for us, it's like a day of it is too long. <laughs> like, oh my God, this is, this is ridiculous. <laughs> you know, we're ready to give up and the fight literally just start. Um, you know, so I think that is, that's the the part of it that is like it's really hard but you have to keep like my grandfather says keep your eyes on the prize so you know that rainbow is coming you just have to stay focused on like the rainbow is coming it's coming it's coming it's coming this rain is not gonna last forever it's, it's gonna come right now it looks ugly it feels stressful it feels anxious it feels uncertain but it's all gonna be worth it. So just keep going and keep fighting. But it's really hard. It is really hard and it sucks. And what, what makes it worse, right? right? You know what I'm saying? Misery loves company. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. When you're fighting 
and your friends are flourishing and doing all this stuff, you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> you're like, what? Why did you forget about me? You see me sitting here? Like, what's happening? You know what I mean? It becomes, and then you get mad. <laughs> you get mad, and then you take your focus. Now you're focusing on the bad devil, right? The one that's sitting over here. Now he's taking over because it's like, yeah, that you, you full of it. You, you ain't doing it. You know what I mean? And you start, you start doubting, <laughs> and you start like beating yourself up. And you're like, this ain't. I knew it wasn't gonna happen. You're right. You know what I mean? And it's like, no, stop doing that. Mm -hmm. He brought you so far, yeah. and at the end of every storm is a rainbow. Like <laughs> whether you see it or not, there's always a rainbow at the end of every storm. That's true. So it's like if you're if you're looking for it, you you'll find it, you'll see it. But not everybody is looking for it because you done gave up. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like you could have just held on just one more day. Or just a couple more weeks or whatever it is, but it's like it's too long, it's too much. I can't do it. Like, for instance, this apartment, like I had a roommate and she wanted to move out. And I was like, <laughs> I can't even afford it with you here. What am I gonna do when you're gone? You know what I mean? And literally, because of COVID and everything opening up the way that it did, now I'm able to work multiple jobs from home. Yeah. And I'm able to, to, to pay for the full rent that I was struggling to pay for half of it. I'm able to pay the full thing by myself. Yeah. And it's on auto pay. Okay. <laughs> yes, that is so beautiful. But you get what I'm saying? If I, and if I had given up, mm -hmm. right? If I had given up, then I wouldn't be here. I would probably be in Virginia where my grandparents live and staying with them. But that to me was a failure because I'm like, I'm 34. I've been on my own for since 18. I don't want to go back. That felt like going backwards, even though, you know, I could have started over, whatever. I said, like, I don't want to do that. That's not, that's not, that's not the, how this is going to go. But I, I, you know, fumbled a little bit. I was like, nah, it ain't going to happen. It, it don't make sense. How, how, how is it going to happen? And then COVID happened. Boom. I was like, oh, this is this what you wanted me to wait for? Okay, I see you. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> People love that instant gratification and you're not going to get that all the time. Sometimes no. blessings do come quicker than other blessings. Yeah. Those other ones, baby, you're going to have to work for those. Girl, this has been almost two years now of me sowing seeds and being like, God, just do what you got to do. I'm just going to trust you because I know up until 20, uh, from, from the time I got out of college up until 2018, I was like, bro, is this going to be my life? <laughs> is this going to be my life? Living paycheck to paycheck, struggling like this? This is going to be my life? Yeah. No, I'm too fine for this. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this can't, this can't be my life. And then literally it was just like, it, it seems like it was overnight, but it really wasn't because my friends will tell you, when I tell you I was at work applying to jobs every day <laughs> before COVID hit, I was applying, applying, applying. All of those seeds that I sold to apply for jobs literally came back to me once COVID happened. And they all started calling me. Hey, we need, we need you. Hey, it says a lot about you. We're hiring you during a pandemic. It sure does. I'll take it. How much you paying? Cool. <laughs> okay. Just checking them off the list. Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, yo, I'm just not, I'm not going to stop. And people were asking me like, what happens? What you going to do when the pandemic is over? What if, because people were thinking it was going to be over within like two months. And I'm like, it's a virus. It's a pandemic. Sit down. We're going to be here for a little bit. But my thing was, I was like, y'all don't see how God opened this door for me? You think I'm going to look back? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't think he got a plan for me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why would I question that? I asked for this. Mm-hmm. So why would I question it? I'm going. Just like, um, I would talk about the story in the Bible, Sodom and Gomorrah, and how God burned that city down. Uh-huh. And he said, sometimes. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> so he, you know, in Lot, he, he spared Lot, but his wife looked back and sis turned into a pillar of salt. I'm not looking back. There's nothing back there for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's everything that I wanted to push through and to get past. I don't need to look back there. I dealt with that. I'm good. Let's let's go. Let's go. What's next? What's the next level? So I wasn't waiting. Like I said, I took. I did Usain Bolt. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> that revolving door, you in it? You gonna make it? <laughs> well, I am excited. This Thank was really, really I'm excited good. too, girl. This is good. Yeah, this was really, really good. I mean, we're wrapping up. Did you have any last advice, any last things, last words, anything you want to tell us before we get back? I just want to reiterate, staying in your lane, doing what you got to do. When God opens that door, don't question it. Don't wonder if it's the right thing. If you're supposed to take this person to that person, that door is for you. You pray for it, go. (laughs) Put your shea butter on. Put that hair out, let it go, and run. <laughs> and don't look back because he got you. He got you. He heard you, and he gave it to you. Don't question it. Don't question it. This is be. I mean, you don't know. You done healed me. I'm sure. Yes. People that's listening to this, y'all gonna get healed. I mean, I'm just very. So, I mean, this is it. Ladies and gents, we want to both just thank y'all. And this is from coast to coast. Yes. We are keeping this relationship going. She's in New York. I am in Texas. Yep. And I'm, it's just a blessing for us to cross paths. So make sure everybody, you listening. With this pandemic, don't feel like you're lonely. Just get out there. I mean, right. people are on social media. People yep. are interacting. This TikTok thing is going up. This reel is going up. Oh, gosh. Do not hesitate to just get in somebody's DMs like, hey, you want to collaborate? I got this idea. I see what you got going on. Let's work together. Don't ever feel lonely mm-hmm. in your journey. If you see somebody yeah. doing what you're trying to do, ask them for some help. If Amen. you need some assistance, ask somebody for assistance. Do what you got to do because we all going to make it because we all going through it. So we all yeah. going to Yes, exactly. Then, for everybody like yeah, yeah, she's like, everybody black, everybody black. <laughs> well, that is it, y'all, for this session with my girl, Lady B. If you're listening to this morning, noon, evening, or night, y'all have a great day. Hey, guys, for more updates, you can follow me on Instagram at what's good underscore podcast or my personal account, b.javon underscore. Javon is spelled J O V A H N. You can catch me on Twitter, what's good underscore pod C for Charlie. And then you can also catch me on Facebook at what's good podcast. Uh, make sure that you subscribe and also leave reviews for me to also see. And I can also respond back to you guys. Let me know what you're thinking of the podcast and any updates. Thank you. Have a good one.